21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. How nice to see you, I mean, to see you and to hear you because we will have audios. <laughs> yes, yes, same here. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. How are you? Thank you very much. I'm pretty fine. How are you, Pablo? And please tell me more about your name. It's it's a very interesting name because I'm originally from Croatia and we are nearby Italy. So when when I when I hear your name, it's like like you're from Italy, Pablo. Ah. You know, like Pablo. Yes. Que yes. pasa, Pablo? Yeah. So my so my family's from the Dominican Republic. That's the secret, Dominican yes. Republic, and that's the reason why you're you're so so nice nice looking person persona oh well thank you thank you i mean that's where it comes from um um you know i trace my family history my family name and it does have uh roots from italy my last name means of the rosary that i end out up. of rosary really rosario yeah that yeah, makes sense of the, of the rosary so i always thought that was pretty cool and um you know, and, and Spanish is one of the romance languages. So it sounds Absolutely. a lot like French, Italian, they all sound similar. So it's, 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 it's about business as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it works out. It works out all the way around. Okay, so um, mm, let's go with the flow. If, if you can first introduce yourself and tell us more about what, what you are actually doing. Because you are... You're at the same time, so you are coach, but not only coach. You are working with uh, CEOs, with uh, um, second level uh, uh, management structures, but mm -hmm. you are working on some other very interesting topics as well, don't you? Yes, yes. Relationships. Yes, yes, that is my uh, specialty there. The yes. relationships, women. Yes, yes. And men together. Yes. I found that it's it's a topic that a lot of people um they don't know a lot about, you know, and they're kind of scared to say that they don't know a lot about. And it's something that they secretly everybody wants to get good at. Because I don't care who you are. Um, like if you're if you're a human being, you want to be connected with somebody. Mm -hmm. Right? You want to be connected, you want to build up a relationship. But the problem that always comes up is we don't know how to do it. Uh, we get in our own way. Maybe we're scared. Maybe uh, something from the past is stopping us from doing it now and in the future. You know, or maybe we don't know what we want. And so for me, like for example, it started when I was younger. You know, for me. Define younger because you look like a very young person. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Dear audience, Pablo is old enough to tell you all about how not to be scared, how to forget about negative aspects of past, and how to define what you want. But he looks like he is 18 years old. <laughs> Yeah, it comes from a lot of water. A uh, lot of water. Yeah, and a moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, beautiful. Okay, yeah. please continue. Sorry. No, sometimes, you know, sometimes I, I just have, have my, my way of, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's Sometimes it's I'm dumb. Sometimes I'm dumb. Sometimes I'm clever. Sometimes I'm dumb. Yeah, and it makes you interesting. Right? <laughs> okay, thank you very much. That's what makes this like a fun conversation. Yeah. Um, and so wait, when did this start for me? So yeah, so when I was younger, old, yeah, ten, it happened when I was ten years old. Mm -hmm. I had my heart broken. I had a I had a little girlfriend at the time, and her friend came to me and said, "Listen, so she's gonna break up with you and go out with somebody else for two weeks, and if she doesn't like him, she'll come back with you." Uh huh. Okay. And in that moment. I felt like I was second place. I felt like a consolation, you know what I mean? Like a consolation <laughs> prize. And after that moment, I said, never again. I'm never again going to feel like this. I'm never going to come second place to anybody. Uh -huh. And that's when I started getting into it. I started learning. I started teaching myself how to get better at interacting, you know, with dating and relationship with dating relationships. But the funny thing started to happen. I started to realize that in order to become good at relationships, 
You had to become the better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about what you said. It wasn't about, you know, how you looked or the way you move or being super manly or anything like that. It was really about becoming, developing to the best version of yourself. And excuse me, effect, just, excuse me. Uh-huh, okay, side effect. And then yeah, I will ask you something about better version of yourself. Yeah, and the side effect ended up being that people just naturally gravitate to you. Ah, okay, I understand. Your vibration is probably different. Your energy is probably different. So what are the reference points for being better version of yourself, if you can tell us more about that? Sure thing. So something I think everybody can relate with is that there's a, there's a, a vision of themselves in their head of who they wish they could be, okay. of what they wish they can do. I would ask people, what would you do? Who would you be if you weren't afraid? Okay. Beautiful. And then, and then the answer that comes up to that is the best version of yourself. Because we as humans, we, we, we live in a prison of fear that we make. You know, I like your approach because usually when we do psychotherapy or coaching, we use a role model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So visualize your role, role model. Can you explain me your role model? And then people start speaking about their role model. Mm-hmm. He speaks on this or that way. He acts on this or that way, etc., etc. And then, then we ask them, well, you just define yourself then. If, 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 if you can, you know, if, if you can experience other person through your perception then mm-hmm. probably some aspects of that particular person you already have in yourself but the 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 the, the approach who you want to be if you are not afraid is even better because you you you, you just cannot be copy of somebody else can you correct you? there's a, there's yeah. a certain limitation yeah. for that you can use it as a reference point okay yeah, you could definitely use it as a reference point um, and you, something you could pick and choose. But then over time, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna start to morph and evolve into your own version of that. I mean, for exactly. example, like for, me, for me, one of my role models growing up was James Bond. Beautiful. James Bond. Every, like every guy without, without beard. <laughs> exactly, without <laughs> beard. And maybe with a different accent. But over, and so what I really admired about him was his presence, the way he spoke. Mm-hmm. And, but over time, I started to turn that into my own. You're more powerful when you are yourself. Exactly. Authenticity. Right? Exactly. Exactly. That's a super sexy thing right there that will have you attracting a lot of people. That a lot please, of people please, Pablo, define authenticity because people sometimes do not understand how deep authenticity can go. Yeah, sure. So um, let's, go, let's go into it this way, right? Authenticity means extreme self-acceptance. Extreme self-acceptance. I like it. Okay, that's the way that I look at it. And then presenting that to the world because... When people think of authenticity, they think, oh, um, you know, I'm just being honest. But they're still hiding a part of themselves. They're still not expressing themselves the way they are. You know, and, and, and there's a little, and that um, incongruency creates inner turmoil. And so that means accepting the fact that, like for myself, my family, we come from a Spanish background. When I get excited... I have a Spanish accent that comes out, okay? Um, like, unlike you, you know, my hair, my hair went away, <laughs> you know? And, but it's all about accept, also accepting that and then presenting that to the world. That's what it's about. Regarding self-acceptance, did you have a phase, I had that phase when I was mm-hmm. much younger, uh, when, you copy, uh, when you tried to copycat let's say James Bond and approach uh, to a nice girl and to act being somebody else. And if you did that, or if you know somebody who did that, what, what, what is usually the result? 
I mean, usually the result is a negative one because you are not authentic. In the long run, yes. Because mm -hmm. if it's not you, I love that question. Let me break it down. So if you do that, that's what that's a problem with a lot of dating advice nowadays. A lot mm -hmm. of advice because it teaches you essentially. They're telling you not to present who you are. They're telling you to present um, your representative, not not exactly. your exactly. Can we can we call it manipulation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost manipulation in a sense because you're not really because you're, you're 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 the person is basing an opinion based off something that's not real exactly and so what happens is that either a people that are very socially intelligent they'll be able to tell oh wait something's not right here or b later on down the road your real self will eventually come out and then the person will think wait you're not who i thought you were and, and so, you are not congruent probably you're not congruent yeah Exactly. You're not congruent and it's going to come out and then it leads you to a whole lot of trouble. Now, let me, let me actually go a little bit deeper, right? This is something that I was taught very a long time ago. I, I imagine that maybe there's some people listening that says, you know what? I'm just not like James Bond. It's not my personality. It's just not me. The idea of who you are is not fixed. Mm -hmm. All right. The, our identity is something fluid. We're not one thing all the time. I bet that if, if I talk to your friends, if I talk to your family members, they will describe two different people. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. Right. So with that, so that, so that, so what that tells me is that you can be, you can tap into different sides of yourself. Okay. You, everybody inside of themselves has a confident side. All right. It's just, you're just some, you're just confident in some arenas and other places you're not. Everyone has a vulnerable side. Everybody has maybe an assertive side of themselves. It's just a matter of figuring out what that looks like for you and figuring out how to tap into it. I don't know how deep we can go with the topic. Uh, actually, we are talking about double bind. In psychotherapy, you use double bind as an expression when, when you see somebody speaking on one way and acting, so having body language on a completely different way. So it's about congruency as, as you... Congruency. As, as, yeah. People can feel it and it's a discrepancy between word energy and body energy. to become that kind of person how to, how to use it how how to use it to your advantage how to accept it i mean we are talking about congruency yeah congruency yeah so the first thing it is um yeah first thing is to look at it as a journey right it's the journey with the with the focus of the journey being on being on understanding with the objective to understand yourself better and better the more you can understand yourself, the more you understand what you are, why you do it, why you have that motivation, why it affects you, the things, the, why do things affect you the way they do, the better understanding you can have of yourself. And so, and there are plenty of ways to do that. But the best way to do that is to notice anytime you have a reaction, Anytime you get angry, anytime you get sad, bothered, frustrated, frustrated, ask yourself, wait a minute, why is this bothering me? Mm -hmm. why, am I, why am I reacting to it? And that will tell you a lot about yourself. Like, Excuse example, me, to ask, to ask yourself on what way? Is it a gut feeling to ask yourself from your mind, from your heart, from your energy, how to ask yourself, how to, how to experience it? So first part is just being aware when it's happening. Okay. A lot of us, we go into autopilot and we don't even know that it's happening, right? So first thing is to realize, wait, I'm triggered. That's number one. So it's autopilot versus yes. being into awareness. Yeah, uh -huh. being into awareness, yes. And by the way, meditation is a great way to develop the, the awareness. I recommend it to everybody. 10 minutes a day, you'll start to develop that awareness. All right, so once you have that awareness, then the next step is to, is to pause and 
ask that part of yourself. It's a combination of mind and heart where you ask that part of yourself, why does this bother me? Why, 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 why does this bother you? And then just listen for a response without judging. This begins the process of self-acceptance because some people, they'll get mad and go, oh man, I shouldn't be mad at this. Why, why do I keep reacting to this? Why does this keep happening? That's judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our subconscious listens to that. Mm-hmm. And so you can start training self-acceptance is by asking the question, listening, and going, okay, I understand. Because whatever the reason is, is valid. Whatever let's, the reason why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Let's, let's share one more thing. Why acceptance is so important as a second step. If we can um, connect it with uh, focusing, where the focus is that grows. Mm-hmm. So for being able to change yourself, first you need to accept yourself as you are. Mm-hmm. And then, then you can put that on a parking lot and start working on new self. The problem that people have with self-acceptance is that they are fighting against what is. Right? They say that, that, that suffering, suffering, is, is when you, suffering happens when you continually fight against what is. All right? when, when things are not the way you want it to be. And you keep fighting against that. That's what causes suffering. Just like, for example, rain. If you are constantly angry that it rains, you're not accepting the fact that we live on a planet where it rains. The minute you start to accept that, the more peace you start to have. Your experience starts to, starts to, starts to better itself. And so if you're having trouble with self-acceptance, you are resisting what is. Now, when people look at what is, they judge it. They judge it as this is bad, this is good, this sucks, um, this shouldn't be here. I tell people forget all that because all of that is subjective. It's somebody else's opinion that was put in you. And so, and so once you forget about what's good and what's bad, just accept what is as a whole, now, once you have acceptance, you can choose the direction that you want to go. Because we can either A, fix what is, or we can move in the direction that we want to go. And so that helps you balance your self-acceptance with self-improvement. Does that make sense? It, it marries Absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Can we share, uh, let's say, one technique for uh, getting into awareness and, and one technique for, uh, okay, beautiful. Well, I have a beautiful one for awareness, ready? It is, um, it's, it's, uh, if I remember correctly, there's six questions. There's six questions for getting into awareness. Okay. Right? First question is, what am I feeling? Identify it. Second question is, what does this remind me of? Because anytime we're bothered, we're triggered or something like that, it's not the actual thing. It's the fact that this thing is reminding something, is reminding us something in the past. So the second question is, what does it remind me of? Third question is, what am I currently focusing on? So am am I currently focusing on a negative thought? Am I focusing on my heavy breathing? Am I focusing on a memory of me failing? Am I focusing on being angry? What are you focusing on? Because what you focus on influences your state and how you be- and, and how you uh, how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Fourth question: Is there something else that I could focus on that I could possibly focus on? And the answer is always yes. Right. Fifth question: When was a time when I was a superstar? And you can. Fix this question as, uh, as you wish, but the point of it, when was a time when you were great, when you were on top of the world, when you were confident, when you were, when you were the best ever? Then ask yourself, what was I, then question number six, what was I focusing on in that moment? 
Was I focusing on my body language? Was my breathing slower? Was, my, was, I, was I looking up to the sky? And then whatever those things, were, those things were, those things you were focusing on, proceed to do it. And then operate from that space. Beautiful. And that's a great way to be aware and to shift from where you are to where you want to be. And because we are speaking, uh, basically we are speaking about two things uh, at the same time. We are speaking about finding yourself uh, a partner and about being better in your business. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So what's the importance? So, so let's say two of us, we are, in, we are in the club. We have those six steps for getting into awareness. Mm -hmm. for being there, present. Mm -hmm. So what's the importance or the, the relevance of the context? The context, the context oftentimes at first, it will be at first, when you're first starting out, it will trigger a lot of things for you. For Beginning? humans, we let, yeah, we let our environment influence how we, re, how we act. Exactly, okay. You know, whether you are in a high-pressured meeting at work, whether you're out maybe at the club, at the bar, meeting and stuff, it's going to influence how you act. Now, where people go wrong is that they let the environment influence how they act, and then whatever happens, happens. You're not operating from a place of choice. And so if the, if the reaction that you have is not a favorable one, your experiences, your results are not going to be favorable. And for me, I don't want to live life like that, where I, I leave the results of my life to something outside of myself. And that's why it's important to be able to go through that process. Now, now, now here's the similarities, right? For, for, for me, I got to the point where I see social situations mainly the same, Okay. You know, meaning? as far as my environment, meaning that whether I'm out, for example, at a bar or a party or in a meeting, okay. I know that all right, I'm dealing with people and, I, and okay. I'm dealing with people. Number one. Number two is I've already done the self-acceptance thing. So I have for me, I have nothing to prove whether it's in a meeting or in a bar. I have nothing to prove. You can't they can't tell me anything that I don't know about myself. So that allows me to, to, be, to, to already get out of my own head, have the self-acceptance, and then be there with the intention of giving value. And that's the approach. So no matter the context, to, to go back to your question, no matter the context, the objective is always to give value. The objective is always to give, this is what I always say in my head, give this person the best five minutes of their life. And so you can change the context, but the thing that stays the same is going to be my approach. And that is the and and so that is the the constant, and because I have that constant, I will get constant results. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Give this person a value. Give this person a five min best five minutes. But mm -hmm. but again, I am important in the process. At least on the same level as I want the other person to be important at that particular moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in that particular context. Yeah. I want to have my own place of choice. Mm -hmm. How can we define a place of choice so on I'm an gonna, abstract level, on an on abstract object, level? On abstract, how to define a place of choice. You can, you can take many directions. I understand that, but uh, yeah. what, what comes to, to your mind at the moment? Yeah. What comes to my mind at the moment when you're talking about, you know, the idea of a place of choice, it's freedom. Mm -hmm. It is, it is, it is complete freedom. The reason I tell you this is because if we look back over our lives, right, at all the times we were not happy, all the moments where we failed, where we wish we did something different, we look back at those moments. If we're really honest with ourselves, you'll find out that. It was fear that made the decision. It was because you were, because anger made the decision. Because maybe you wanted to protect yourself. That's why you made a decision. Or maybe it was because you wanted to look good. You wanted your ego to look good. That is what made the decision. And, and then we look back at those moments like, man, this is what I really wanted to do. 
That's like, I really wanted to act like this. I really wanted to say this. And so when I think about operating from a place of choice, it is freedom from fear, freedom from ego, freedom from insecurity, freedom from, from, um, from work, from trying to look better than the other people, free, just freedom from that. You're breaking the, you're breaking the chains off that. Versus fear. Exactly. And you're operating and you're operating from your value and being into your own jail. Exactly. You're in your own jail that you put yourself in. Yeah. And Pablo, it's so the freedom. It's, it's so powerful. It, it has so much to do with the law of, of attraction. Isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, cause that's what, oh man, that, like, that, like that's probably like one of the highest human experiences which is to feel absolute freedom, okay? Everybody has different definitions, yeah, which is why absolutely. You, know, you want to define it for yourself. But at the end of the day, one of the highest human states is to, is to feel free. And I think once you can feel free, you can experience the best version of yourself. The best version of yourself is, has broken away from all those bad things. Your, your, best, your best version of yourself um, has the choice, has the freedom to exist, to operate how they want and to show it without any, uh, uh, any, any, any apology, any fear, anything like that. Because the full, to experience the full expression of self, that's what, that's what I'm trying to get to. To experience the full expression of self. Fear holds us back from expressing ourselves. Worry, anxiety, it holds us back from the full expression of self. And the moments where we feel really alive, the moments where we show up in the world confident, when we show up, when we show up um, assertive, when we show up charming, is when we, uh, when, we are, when we are experiencing the fullest expression of self. So anything that's in the way of the full expression of self, that's where the work is. That's where anything that's a block, that's where you should focus, okay, this is a block, let me break this down and how can I get past it? How can I release myself from it? And let's motivate people and tell them it's fine to feel freedom maybe five minutes per day at the beginning of your journey. Oh, 100%. Let me tell you this too, right? I've, I've talked to a lot of smart people, a lot of gurus, a lot of professionals. This is a lifelong journey. The feelings of fear, anxiety, worry, they will never go away. The Dalai Lama still gets angry. Absolutely. Okay? Now, and so here's something very important that I want people to listen to, right? The measure of success, or rather the goal, is to not never feel worry, fear, anxiety, not to never feel that, because that's going to happen. You're human. But the goal, is to shorten the amount of time that you're in that space. That's how you measure your progress. So for example, so for example, maybe, maybe you um, are experiencing fear and maybe the, like today it takes you one week to get out of it, to get out of your anger, your funk, your anxiety, one week. Maybe in three months instead of one week, Three days, mm -hmm. maybe from three days to three hours and from three hours to three minutes. And that's how you judge your progress. The quicker, the quicker you can get out of it, the more shortened you can make that, that negative moment. That's a sign of evolution. That's a sign of growth. Right. There. And we need to stress out that growth lasts for months, for years, yeah. whole life. Yeah, it's a continued process. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I will be honest with you. Uh, I think the awareness process, so uh, being able to get into awareness, I needed probably three to four years to really master it. Mm -hmm. But the acceptance process lasted for six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And even today I have issues with acceptance sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm completely fine to share with you that I'm still working on it. That's and beautiful. people sometimes think, you know, 
read this book, read that book, go to one session, five sessions or one training and you will be a different person. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. You will, you, you can't, you cannot. So what do you think about it? I agree. No I way. Agree. Huh? <laughs> I think life is your conference. Life Absolutely. is your Life is your course. Life is your teacher. Now, these courses, these, these books and stuff like that, they can give you tools. Absolutely. We need people like Pablo. We yeah. absolutely need people like Pablo, of course. So they'll, they'll, they'll help. But, but, we need, help. but we will need you for years, not just for two sessions. Oh, maybe, I agree. agree. Yeah. Maybe, a maybe to work on, on some aspect of ourselves and then, then to practice it on a longer period of time and then to contact you again and then to continue with the process. Exactly. Exactly. No, you do need help. You can't do it by yourself. You do need guides. And that's, that's what I used to think. I used to think I'm going to read this book. I'm going to do it by myself. But the biggest change happened when I started seeking help from other people, from other resources, because no man is an Island. If you try to do it by yourself, here's the thing. You're stuck with your own preconceived notions. You're stuck with your own limiting beliefs. You can't see your own blind spots. You need somebody else to, to point those out, keep you accountable, call you out on your bullshit when you are messing up and give you that mirror saying, Hey, no, this is what you're doing. And so, um, and, and here's the other thing I want to mention. You admitting that you're still working on your, on your self-acceptance is a sign of immense growth. I agree. Because, that, because that, that shows me that you accepted that there's a part of yourself that's not perfect, but you're working on it. Other people, they want to push it down. They don't want it. They don't want it. it they act like it doesn't exist. But to even, to, even, to even be able to say, hey, I'm still working on this, it shows a lot. and and it speeds up the process. You're not pushing, you're accepting, and then you're, you're going with it, which is fantastic. Can you share with us your journey, how you became a coach, a trainer? Yeah. So man, it started by trying to help myself. That's how it all started. Um, I, I, you know, I realized that there were some things with me that I wanted to get better at, some things that were holding me back. So I started to seek out the information, the teachers, and I started teaching myself and learning and applying. And like, for example, like one of my things is, um, and I really get deep into this. So like with me and my story is that, so growing up with me, my relationship with my parents heavily influenced uh, how I act as an adult. You know, for example, with my, uh, with my parents, um, I remember one time being younger and the school was going to go on a trip. And my parents, they had to sign a, a paper to say Pablo has permission to go. They didn't sign it and I didn't go. And that taught me in my head, um, you can't rely on people. You have to do everything yourself. And so the way that manifests as an adult, and mind you, this came from awareness and stuff like this, but the way it manifests as an adult is in, as an adult, when I would work, I wouldn't ask for help. I would do everything by myself. Uh, when I would put on conferences for these CEOs and entrepreneurs, I would stay up till maybe three o'clock in the morning doing work and then wake up at six o'clock to do some more work because I never asked for help. Now in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I'm working hard. But what was happening was that I was, um, I was repeating a pattern that I didn't know existed. And the downfall of that was that my work was suffering because I didn't have enough sleep, where I was making mistakes, where I, was, um, I wasn't showing up with energy. So it was a lot of effects of that. And, and I thought like, okay, you know, I don't need to ask for help. I can't trust people. But what it was that I was, it was an internal issue. And so that was one of the things that I wanted to work on. And so I would, you know, go to conferences, read different books and do a whole lot of self understanding. And then I got to the point where I understood why I did the things that I did and how I came to be. 
And then I, I said, okay, that, that, that's fine. I'm conscious of that. And now I became aware that whenever that popped up, I just made a different choice because I knew what was going to happen. And so what led me down this road was really trying to fix myself. And along the, and along the way, you know, I would see people and I would hear people and I would see what they do and I understand why. And I see that they're trapped in their own prison and their own prison. I would explain to them, like, listen, it's this way and it happened because of that. Why don't you try this? And I started to see that I can help people because at the beginning, to begin, I didn't think this could be a career. I didn't think this could be a career. This is something I just did with my friends, with anybody, with stuff like that. But then I started to see that I can make this into a career, that there are people who want to listen, people who want help. And then, you know, I did some apprenticeship. I learned a little bit. Um, and, you know, fast forward a couple years, I opened up my own shop. And so now while on this, you know, while I do help people with dating and relationships at the core, what I really is what I do, what really is what I do is I help people get out of their own way so they can start experiencing life the way they want to. What else do you do? Uh, so I also put on conferences. That's also a nice little um, passion of mine. It's actually, a, yeah, it became a passion uh, because when I, for me, when I think of a conference, I don't think of just sitting in a room and taking notes. The way I think about it is an experience. Right? That's what, by the way, that's one of the best ways to learn to be in an experience. All of our big life lessons, they didn't come because somebody told us something. They came because we had an experience. That's how that's our biggest life lessons came. So whenever I put together a conference, that's the way that my mind is thinking. Um, and I try to turn it into a whole experience where they're in a different world. I recently put one in January uh, for men that wanted to improve their social skills. And instead of a conference room, I rented a very large loft, a very large apartment. And we all stayed in there. We all stayed in there. And then from the morning to nighttime, I taught, we practiced, and we went. It's like a different world. I looked them over. I gave them a fashion makeover, all that good stuff. And in three days, they were completely different people. So there's that. There's that. That. that I believe you. I believe you 100%. And, and probably it was great energy. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. It was, I'm telling you, it was a great time. When you speak about freedom... Uh, during the conference, your own freedom, uh, freedom of other people. Mm -hmm. There are different ways, there are short ways of getting the, the freedom through alcohol, but uh, you, you look like a pretty healthy person. Both of us know that uh, meditation, for meditation, you need to be in, into a specific state of mind, of, of mm -hmm. way of living. Mm -hmm. So if we can just touch a little bit that all all things that we are talking about is not you know like now i will take a shot and then i will meditate and then i will go to the conference and then i will go through those six steps no it's a way of living it's a way of mm -hmm. thinking it's a way of feeling it's a way of breathing how your day looks like oh the way i structure my day is very important I think that the way that the people, I think the way that some people, they, they structure their day, it is with uh, nonsense, <laughs> <laughs> with nonsense. Um, I, you know, I understand that some people, they have jobs and, and responsibilities and things like that. But for me, I don't accept that as an excuse. I don't accept that. That's an excuse for me. Um, I think the what, what's most important is not exactly what you to a certain extent not what you do during the day but the quality of your day how you spend your day do you spend your day in and you know doing things that fill you up that give you energy that you know that make you stronger or do you fill your day um with things that suck the soul out of you and so um one so the way my day so the way i set up my day is i for me i i set it up according to my values Okay, um, everybody out there, if you want to do a quick exercise, I would Google, you know, how to find out my values hierarchy, something along those lines. And the value, our values are the states that we try to achieve in our life. And so some values could be connection, growth, um, self-expression, love, 
uh, security. So everybody has their values. That's number one. The number two is what I do is I organize my day with things that help me achieve those states. Okay. And so for example, one of them, I'm not, I'll go through my day, you know, one of my, one of my, one of my, um, values is growth. I need to experience growth, internal growth. Okay. And I define it. What does growth look like to me? And for me, it's when I, I have, I, I, I learn something or I have a perspective that I didn't have before. So in the morning I wake up, first thing I do, I read, I meditate. Well, I read for about 25, 30 minutes, meditate for 10 minutes. I do a gratitude journal for about seven, 10 minutes. Explain and, please. Uh, the gratitude journal. Yep. Sure. So what I do is like every morning I take, I have a notebook, specific notebook. Uh, oh, here it is. My gratitude Beautiful. journal. Beautiful. And what I do is every single day, I know the, the audience can't see it, but I'm showing it. We every will, we will day, make a screenshot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> see, I have a, I put 25 things that I'm grateful for. Okay. And I'm grateful for the things that I have. I'm grateful for the things that I want just to get a space of gratitude. All right. And for me, grat like I, I wasn't big on gratitude, but it really is a difference because that helps with the self acceptance. You're not fighting against what is. So be grateful for what is. So I, every, every day, 25 things that I'm grateful for that I woke up, that I have a home, that I have food, I have clothes. I'm grateful that I have a computer to spread the message, to connect with people. I'm grateful to meet people like you. And so I, it's all my gratitude journal. And then I go and run for 10, 15 minutes. I go and run. Then after that, then after that, I go into my work, which feeds my other value of connection. Right. And the way I love connecting is with people like this, where I'm talking about, you know, improving lives and helping for me. That's how I experience connection. And so I and so that's when I go straight into my work. I talk to people. I create programs. I do conversations. And that's how I do it. Um, one thing that you mentioned before, just really quickly, and I want to answer your question, but I want to get this before I forget. Um, you know, you were talking about some people that, you know, they drink alcohol, take a shot, things like that realize that that's escaping mm -hmm. all right that's escaping anytime you find yourself escaping that should be a, a, a red flag because when you come back it's still going to be there all right and then you're not building up you know the problem is still going is, is still going to be there when you come back you're not developing the ability to deal with it okay the ability, the, the, the ability of, a, of, a, of, a, of a master of life is their ability to deal with what happens, all right? There's a quote that says, um, don't wish for a better boat, become a better sailor. Beautiful expression. All right, and so you want, and so a lot of your practices is to become a better sailor for life. Do the things that make you stronger, do the things that enlighten you, do the things that lift you up. So stuff like meditation, stuff like running, stuff like gratitude, here's the thing, they don't, what they do, the way I think about it is they make my armor stronger. Okay. And you don't have to do it for a long time. I meditate for just 10 minutes a day. And that's very important. 10 minutes of meditation, 15 minutes of running. That's it. That's all it but is. Every day, but every, every fucking day, every day. And it's, it's a, and it's a habit. It's a habit. I don't think about it. I just get up and I do it. I have my, my gratitude journal next to my bed. I have my book next to my bed. So the first thing I do when I wake up, there's my book. There's my gratitude journal. And then my, my, my running clothes are right next to my bed. I put on and my running so clothes. And it's so good for self-esteem as well. Yes, 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 yes. And so for all the people that are listening the structure, out there. The structure, the structure, yeah. Yes, yes. And for all the people, so for all the people listening out there, what I would say is that when in order to develop like this 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 freedom this expression and stuff like that okay rather than running away from the things that you don't want start moving towards the things that you do want there's a difference 
all right? How you spend your energy. Because taking a shot of alcohol is running away from what you don't want. Having a conversation with like-minded people is running towards what you do want. And in, the more you do that, the more of the freedom you, 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 you feel, the more freedom you end up experiencing, the more yourself, and, and then through each moment, express yourself as authentically as possible. But Pablo, as well, be gentle with yourself. So oh if there are yes. people, people taking shots and listening to us, okay, take your shot. But think about yourself. Think about your health. Think about your future. Think about yeah. how better person you, you, you could be with a higher level of awareness. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You don't, so, um, yeah, you don't, have to be, you don't have to be like in the military every day. No more shots. Listen, we're human. All right. Some days we're human. Some days we fall off, which is fine. It's okay. It's Absolutely. part of the loving yourself process. And so you know what you do, right? If you take, if you take like five shots, then aim to take four. You don't have to go from five to zero. Yeah. From five, go to four. That's a win. You're doing Absolutely. great. You know, if you go, if you go, um, you know, if you, you know, if, if, for example, you, you watch like five hours of Netflix. Okay. I like watching Netflix. For me, I love it. So now instead of five, maybe I'll watch four. Maybe I'll watch three next week. So that's why you be gentle with yourself. And then don't focus on eradication or completely make it go away on gradual increase or gradual decrease. That's all it is. Beautiful. Let's go back to your, to your day. So, yeah. so you are with people, you're creating your programs, and then yes. it's... Do, yes, so. do you do you it's uh <clears throat> there are a lot of people those days uh, uh taking their first meal around 2 p.m or something like that you probably yeah. heard heard about it i i think joe rogan spoke about it in one of one of his last fasting. Yeah, yeah absolutely so uh i'm i'm not completely for for that approach to be honest i think that i need some kind of energy from the morning so i eat eat at the morning but but i accept there may be different ways what about you so for me i have a shake in the morning i don't eat breakfast i make a mm -hmm. shake mm -hmm. i'll make a uh, i'll make a, a a shake that gives me energy so mm -hmm. i'll drink that and then in the afternoon is when I'll have my first meal. There is something, and there's something that I can recommend for everybody. And I think you'll love it too. It's called the power of when. There's a the book power called, of, of, of when. when. Okay. When. There's a book called the power of when. And what it talks about is that everybody, everybody has a biological rhythm cycle or timing, meaning everybody has an optimal time of when they should eat, of when they should work, of when they should play. And if you go to Google, and I know the author, um, if you go to Google and type in power of when quiz, it's a quiz you can take, and it will tell you your type, and you can look more into it, and it will tell you when's the best time for you to do work, when's the best time for you to connect with, to connect with people, when's the best time to eat, when's the best time to work out. So that way, you're not fighting against yourself. That way you are, you, are, you are working with who you are. So a lot of things that I'm talking about is working with who you are and not trying to change yourself and being, and being like, oh, well, Jeff Bezos wakes up at six o'clock in the morning. I'm going to wake up at six in the morning. Joe Rogan said to not eat till two o'clock, but that's not you. Yeah, right? or, or some people sleeping four hours per day. I cannot sleep. Pablo, I cannot sleep four hours per day. <laughs> I need seven hours. Sometimes I need eight hours. But four hours, it's, it's for me. But it's, it's, there are people, you. yeah. Exactly. exactly. And, and do what works for you. Do what works for you to help you show up as your best self. You're so absolutely I, I right. So flexibility is stability. You're absolutely right. So maybe not to copycat eat at 2 p.m. Or, or maybe if, if you are drink, drinking shake every morning, maybe some other person will not drink shake maybe. Who knows? But that's, that's so the power of when and quiz. Yeah, just type in the power of when quiz. Just go down Google, go take a quiz, and it'll tell you what works for you in your day, and you'll be able to set up your day a lot better. Like for me, from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock is my hours when I'm really focused. So for me, I don't do any coaching calls between 10 and 1 o'clock because that's when I do my work. 
but um, I'm, I'm less focused, but more personable in the afternoon. So I set up all my calls for the afternoon. So I set it up that way. Um, for me, I stopped, like, I would read, like, I would read all the entrepreneurs wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. That's not me. I hated that. I hated that. I wake up between 7 and 8 o'clock. And that works for me. I and understand so, you. Yeah, and I build my day around I, that. So. I accept it. Ah, thank you. <laughs> I accept thank it. You. Thank you. Yes, yes. And so in the afternoon, I'm doing my coaching calls. And then I... And then after my coaching calls, I take a little, um, I start working back on my own projects, whether I'm creating a product, whether I am uh, editing some videos, um, I'll spend some time with, some, with my loved ones. And then at, the, at night, because I'm really creative at night, is I will, I will start reading, I'll start learning. It's very important to me, even in my profession, um, I, I, I'm still a student. I'm still and a you student. will stay student until the end of the world. Until the end of the world. I'm still, I'm always going to be reading. I'm, I'm never going to tell you that I know everything. I'm always going to be reading, learning. I'll have an audio book. I'll watch, like I read, I don't watch, I watch a whole lot of YouTube, but because I'm learning or I'm reading something, a book, or I, I have something on my, uh, on my Kindle. So at night I like to learn. Did you see how good YouTube engine became? I mean, after years of, of, of using YouTube, sometimes I get so good homepage, YouTube homepage. It's mm -hmm. unbelievable. Like, like somebody is reading my mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, you know what, Martin? We have one great idea for you. Take a look at this documentary, and it's it's unbelievable documentary. For example, yesterday I I watched a documentary about a woman from South Africa communicating with animals, and she is really communicating. Of course, she's she's uh, uh, projecting uh, uh, energy and and um, uh, uh, having some techniques like mirroring, etc. But um, there are a lot of situations when people call her and then she communicate in zoo with specific animal and then she she got uh, it's it's amazing but but it really works i mean it's it's an amazing documentary and then the the babu um uh, tell her well you know i don't like this specific babu group can can you please tell those guys i want to go to to other other part of the zoo it's amazing and 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 uh, we really can learn so much online don't we yeah you can knowledge is everywhere and we can learn from your website as well if you if you can if you can just tell us something about about that one I mean, you have your Instagram, you have your Facebook. What what kind of communication do you have with uh, with uh, with your students, or do you have um, paid membership sites? What kind of uh, channels, communication channels, can yeah, we so use in communicating with you? Yeah, sure. So, social media is a great way to communicate with me. I'm always on there. I'm always connecting with people. It's very important to me that um, I, I connect and I talk with people that way and, you know, become as available as possible. And so, you know, and I answer everybody. I'm a people person. I answer everybody. So if you send me a message, I'm going to answer back. Guys, did you, did, you, did you hear that? Pablo is answering everybody. First, uh, the, the first 100 guys. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Continue. I'm just, I just wanted to see your reaction. <laughs> I was ready. I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't let's know, do but let's do it. Okay. But, but yeah, um, and so you know, I do have my Instagram. Uh, it's at pablo.j.rosario or my personal email. 
which I, you know, I'm going to give to everybody. It's Pablo at PabloJRosario.com. Okay. Um, you know, can answer questions back and forth as much as I can help. And also I work with people that want that personal touch, that want the, 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 the guidance and the mentoring. And so I do do personal coaching that way. So excuse well. me, do you, do, do you use any, any, any tools uh, you can share with us? Like, I don't know, Buffer or uh, Hootsuite or uh, for social media? Do you have your own VA or do you work uh, so by yourself? I, I, how, how do you organize uh, social media stuff? Oh, easy. So, um, so the way I create content. So first off, the way I create content is I do something that I actually learned from Gary Vee, which is document, don't create. Ah, okay. Right? So what I do is I document and record a lot of my coaching calls. I record a lot of, you know, my conversations with friends and things like that. So I'm, I'm already talking, and that's when a lot of my good stuff comes out, number one. Um, number two is also I pay attention to the questions that people ask me. You know, I might think like, oh, people want to learn about this. But if I'm having 15 questions about this particular topic, that's what people need help with. So I'll do that and I'll, I'll record and, I, and I'll record that big piece of content. Then what I'll do is then I'll just chop it up for I'll just chop it up depending on the platform. YouTube, they you know, it's OK to have longer videos there. So I'll post a longer video there. Facebook and Instagram, typically one minute, maybe two minutes. I'll create a one minute, two minute clip. I'll put that on there. If I, if I say any, um, if I say anything that's good, I'll turn it into a caption and maybe put that on Twitter or maybe just put that somewhere else. And, and what I do is I like to record in bulk. So what I do is I'll do a lot of my recording at the beginning of the month. And then I'll spend one weekend editing. And that way for the rest of the month, I don't have to do it anymore. I just, just upload, upload, upload. And I use Buffer. I use Buffer, that app, mm -hmm. to do the, do, the, do the uploading for me. What I like regarding your approach is you have that kind of feedback from your audience. Yeah. So you are, you are in a minimum valuable product way of doing things. Yes. And yep. that's very efficient. That's more yeah. efficient than, you know, old school, I will work on a new online course or, or on a new program for months and months without any kind of interaction with people. Yeah. But your approach, if I understood you well, is interaction and mm -hmm. having bits and pieces mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, having that, that kind of synergy of, of, of various uh, communication channels. Yep. So yeah. that's, that's, that's a very good, that's a very good approach. Yeah, and, it's, it, it's, and it's valuable for all of us to, to learn from you, you know, because we, I mean, we are learning what, what a minimum value product is, what, a, you know, different business model. It's business one-on-one. It's business one-on-one where you find out what are the needs of the people? What are they talking about? What do they see? What they need? You look at your skills, look at your resources, what you're able to do, and then figure out how to, how to fulfill those needs. And that's basically a one-on-one. -on -one. When it comes down to it, um, that's all business and relationship is, is, the fulfillment of needs. And if you listen to the people, they will tell you what they want and they will tell you what they need. Um, just simply if you just have the, 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 the ability to pay attention. It's a great, let's say, in a folder, tips and tricks, it's a great, great example of how to continuously develop your program and develop yourself. Yes, yes. Because here's a funny part. Is, is in, my, in my field of dating and relationships, there, um, I've noticed that there have been some people that they were very popular you know, at, at a certain point in time. And then... Fast forward five, 10 years later, no one, you know, you don't hear from them anymore. And that's because they failed to evolve. You know, I, you know, they, they, they failed to evolve. They failed to grow. They failed to, um, you know, listen to their people. They failed to. And they are grow. repeating themselves. And they're repeating through books. themselves. And, exactly. and I, I, and I know, I know some of them as well. And ba actually I, I did uh, interview with some of, uh, some of them and, and 
uh, first book, it was a bestseller, and then, of course, I will not uh, speak about names. Then the second book was not bestseller anymore because it was the, 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 almost the same content. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Absolutely. Yeah, so, 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 so we actually, we can, we can learn a lot from you uh, via social media as well. Yes. But we can, yes. but we can also call you. Yes, we can book a call. We can, we can pay you yeah. as a coach. You, you are a yeah. professional coach, are you? Yes, yes, yes. So social media is a great way. I like, I like every day you're going to see something from me. You know, I'm always teaching, always, you know, always teaching, um, sharing on social media. So I'm just telling like, just by following my social media alone, you, I'm telling you, you will see changes. The stuff that I tell on social media, it is, you know, the like high level stuff. I don't hold anything. I don't keep secrets. I'm not that type of guy where, oh, if you join my program, you'll get the real secret. <laughs> no, I hate those guys. I'm going to tell you the secrets because I want everybody to win. But um, if I, I want to go deeper... Exactly. If you mm-hmm. want somebody to point out your mistakes and help you go faster, help you get the results a lot quicker, help you actually point out where you're doing wrong and you feel you need somebody to help you, I do work with people that way as clients. Uh, they can definitely book a call with me. We can have a conversation. I can listen, see how I can help. If we're a good fit, then bam, we're off to the races. And the way I work with people, it's over a six month period over a six month period because it's not just one of those things where I just tell you what to do. I want you, I, I want, when I help, when I work with people, I want them to get to the point where they don't need me anymore. That's like, that's where I want, like, I want to work with people. Great so goal. Yeah. Great exactly. goal. Exactly. So they can, and, and that, and that happens not by just doing tips and trick, but evolving as a person over time. Transformation. Exactly. And that transformation over the course of six months, usually, you know, through behavior changes and environment changes and psychology improvements tends to happen. I know for a lot of people that they are looking, you know, some people are, um, they're looking more for an event. You know, some people are looking to be around other people that are also doing the work, that are also looking to improve themselves. You spoke about people learning through experiences. Do you have any experiences coming up? Yes. Uh, my favorite thing, it is to throw experiences like you mentioned. And so actually this June coming up, I'm putting together what I'm calling the Red Velvet Experience, which is my three-day workshop where I work with a small handful of people and work with them to actually bring about them best selves and get out of their own way so they can better connect with people. And this is actually the first place I'm telling about it. The only people that know about this is my family. I haven't Wow. Yeah, I haven't uh, announced this anywhere. It was in my back pocket. I was going to announce it on my social media maybe in a month, but everybody here gets to know Excellent. about it a month early. Um, and, you know, because I enjoy this conversation and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to talk and everything, you know, for, I'm going to, you guys will see it in the comments and the link. Hopefully, Mari could, could link in the links, but um, tickets to the event and to make it even better. I will give everybody a special little code, all right, which you will Beautiful. see in the comments, a special little code, so that way it could drop down the ticket price, and that way it makes it a lot easier for people to come, and you will see that all in the comments. I will swing it to Martin's way, and so that's my gift and my thank you, uh, you know, for being here, and also just a chance for people that want to be around, you know, other like-minded people, want to be surrounded in an environment that people are, are getting better, that they want to support each other, they all want to do it together. That is for you. That's what I want. That's what I'm creating. You guys are the first people. Awesome, to know about it, awesome, right? Pablo. Awesome. Thank you I, so much. Beautiful. I wasn't gonna say this for what are we in February? I wasn't gonna say this for maybe another month, maybe two months. So you guys get to know this a month and a half. So it's going to be in June. It's going to be in Los Angeles. So it's going to be sunny. It's going to be warm. There's going to be a lot of awesome people to meet. It's going to be a great time. And so that is a surprise little gift. And you guys will get that discount code to make it easier for everybody to come. Awesome. You know what, Pablo? I feel so enthusiastic at the moment. So motivated. I will call you tomorrow and I will book a session. (laughs) 
Okay, my man. Oh, it was it was really it was really amazing experience uh, to, uh, talking with you. Uh, thank you so much for sharing so so much of your positive energy and and concrete knowledge and and insights regarding your life and and your way of thinking and 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 living and and interacting with people it's really amazing amazing uh, amazing conversation thank you pablo so much oh, oh thank you so much i'm really i'm really honored for the opportunity to have the space to share with your audience and it really means a lot for me and i uh, you know i know it's probably uh you know a different time zone over there but i'm really grateful for the opportunity so thank you thanks 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.